Try to imagine all life as you know it stopping instantaneously and every molecule in your body exploding at the speed of light. Total protonic reversal. Protonic reversal. Protonic reversal. With Colin Neutron. Tonic Reversal listeners, party people, here, there, and everywhere, welcome once again to the one, the only Protonic Reversal. We welcome you in all your glory, and all our glory, and all our collective glory. Thank you for being here. We have a lovely, lovely show for you today. Should be amazing. Should be amazing. Nothing short of amazing. I'm setting the, the expectation bar very high. You're very excited. Yeah, it's it's an excitable I, time. I don't think this is on. Is this thing on? Yeah, it's on. You have your... I want to turn your headphones up, though. <laughs> Pro tip. I, turn your headphones up. I think you have a sound bit to explain. <laughs> I, I do. I'm not good with technology. Come on. 
And the voice you hear is none other than Miss Brenna Betts. That's me. Who is known among the people of our lands as well as DJ Real Time Drop. Drop indeed. This is Protonic Reversal. And we welcome you to it. And we have a, a great show for you today because we have. Uh, the men of Minot, and who are not going to be on mic yet. Don't get any ideas, Thorn. Got my got my eyes on you. But <laughs> back from the break, we're going to have, at the very least, Ben Thorn, and more than likely Matt Solberg and Shannon Core of Ben Minot, who are fantastic, cool. and they have a new record. And we're going to play that because music is cool. Do you have a a, a whip cracking <laughs> soundbite? Because I think you need one. Just because I'm always cracking the whip. Is you're, that, is you're, that why? Uh, you are a cracky man. Yeah. By cracky. Uh, cracky. By cracky. <laughs> well, by cracky. cracky. We're gonna play some music. I'm gonna start talking in a southern accent on the radio. That's. that's you should. That's, that's a good. Uh, well, here would be considered shtick, whereas in other, can I say markets? I guess I'm gonna say markets. Uh, it would just be considered normal, of course, because there there are there is radio in the south, as I'm sure you know. I do know. I've lived but there. Here it would be like you'd have to give yourself a name such as I don't know, like give, give me like the, the Cooter or something. Like I, like, I don't know, like something <laughs> no, terrible. I'm not like giving myself that name. But you know you. what I'm talking about. It doesn't have to be the Cooter. You can come up with some time to think of something. But you have to be like, well, now, boys, I'll have to do another that's episode. That's kind of like a 49er, which I would expect uh, yeah. from a man from <laughs> California. Yeah, Northern California. <laughs> I, I never claim to be anything that uh, I I'm can, not. Uh, I have to think about it. Like, what would, what would... I have to rev myself up. Okay, I can do it. Well, you don't have to, I mean, you don't have to come up with it right this second. But, I mean, it, it could be something, you know, along the lines of... I, I, I usually require some whiskey to get this accent out, so it's a little early for whiskey. A little whiskey. early for the whiskey, indeed. So it, ha- it takes a little, you know, ego revving up in case I fail, and then everyone laughs at me. Well, if they're laughing with you... That's better than them. That's laughing a lie. Nobody's ever laughing you. with you. Well, <laughs> they're always laughing at harsh, you, and that's okay. Harsh, harsh truth from from Brenna Betts. That's okay. <laughs> Early in the morning, uh, so we're gonna we're gonna start off with some minutes, and I think it'll be a good thing to start off with. And we can uh, come back, and we're gonna do some chatting. We're gonna talk to Mr. Ben Thorne, Shannon Core, Matt Solberg from Minot, and it should be a hell of a party and a darn good time if I do say so myself, and I do. This is Raise Our Fists Up.
Static Load by Minot. That is off of the new Minot record that is called Equal Opposite. Joining with us. That new new? Pretty goddamn new, if you ask me. Like super new. Like super new. Like Tuesday new? Like the local record release for it is tonight new. Oh, that's even newer than new. It's been out for a few months. What's grosser than gross? What's newer than new? This. Yeah, this. That. You're listening to it right here on none other than Protonic Reversal. Joining us in the studio, we have the men of Minot. We have Ben, Shannon, and Matt. Say hello to the audience, boys. Hey. Hello. 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 Oh. Thanks for having us, Kona. We're in another dimension. <laughs> taping the radio. We got show. some line of Judah going on here. The whippets are optional. It's, it's early. No peer pressure on no, the whippets. Yeah, no, no pressure. No pressure at all. Uh, uh, it's great to have you guys. Uh, this worked out remarkably well yeah. uh, for timing wise because uh, not only are you doing a record release show tonight, the Eagle, I believe. I should have this up. Tonight's but, at yeah. the Eagle, busy. and tomorrow's at the Nightlight in Oakland. Okay, you might want to. I'm going to get, get down a little bit on, yeah. the, on the mic. My headphones actually don't work, so I'm just going Oh, on. really? Okay. Okay. Well, you they can... Were, they were crispy for a while, and, and now they're just gone. So it's... Exciting radio. Fantastic. Yeah. So we'll, we'll get the intern right on that, and we'll get that sorted out for you, uh, because that's a bummer. That's <laughs> no, fine. <laughs> to it's say good. the least. We can fix the height of that. We can fix you. So just anyway, like Coldplay. We'll do it in a minute. That's a little soft-spoken. Tonight is at the Eagle, and tomorrow night is at the Nightlight in Oakland, and uh, we're playing with some other good local bands, and it's going to be going to be fun. And we haven't played together in quite a few months, and uh, this is the album release, so we're really excited for it. Yeah, and uh, it, it's worth noting that uh, you guys are not necessarily a local band anymore because you're you now live on the other side of the country, right, Matt? That's true. I'm in Asheville, North Carolina. Yeah, cool. I love Asheville. It's a good town, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, it's been great to be out there. But uh, I, you know, my my heart is with uh, musically. My heart is still in Oakland, so it's weird. I love the town, but I haven't really by not starting a band there. And keeping the band My Not going long mm-hmm. distance, I haven't really uh, had a chance to, you know, sort of dive into the music See scene. See what Asheville's got going on yeah. on its own. Which is a drag, but I wouldn't change it because playing with My Not is, is, you know, the best option, I think. So. But, uh, yeah, how do you guys feel about me being on the other side of the country? Can't be far enough away. <laughs> it's fine. I haven't moved to Italy next. It's been a good move for great. all of us. Just tell, just tell me when to show up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you punch the clock yet again. No, uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it seems like you, I mean, you, the, the productivity level is still, you know, you're still kicking out. This new album is a, is a ripper. I'm going to yeah. say there's not a lot of bands that, that purvey in the instrumental rock sort of world these days that I can say that's like, no, you need to. Go get this. It's more like, hey, are you into this kind of thing? Because if you're into this kind of thing, you might want to check this out. Which, if you're into that kind of thing, you definitely want to check it out. But more than that, I think it kind of has a, an appeal to it that goes beyond just the normal, you know, fourth-rate explosions in the sky ripoff. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if not musical war crime, then certainly musical mediocrity that passes for what a lot of music is goes for these days. That's what we were hoping for when we uh, when we recorded it. We were like. Uh, 
I don't know. I, I like a lot of the post-rock bands that are out there, and it's been really inspiring, but I don't want to sound like them. And it's so easy to slip into that sort of, like, reverb-soaked, right. you know, crescendo rock. And, uh, <laughs> crescendo rock, indeed. Yeah. And, it was yeah, so we do it a little differently. I think we have some different influences, and um, it is... Uh, I don't know. We I moved away, and then shortly thereafter, we I flew to Seattle, met these guys, and we um, recorded that album. And I think that when we made the album, that solidified our resolve to uh, to keep the band going because I don't think we knew to keep on with it and yeah. and, just, and like make make it a priority to, to to make it happen despite the challenges that you face. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, you know, it's also. You know, it, it's nobody's first rodeo, too, and I'm sure yeah. that doesn't. <laughs> that probably helps as well. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I first, you know, I've, I've had the the distinct pleasure of knowing you gentlemen for quite some time, Ben. I have not known you nearly as long, uh, but it seems like it is definitely something that we actually seen you guys play. It's like, oh yeah, of course, this completely makes sense. Like, yeah. how 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 was this not happening for, the, for like forever? I think we met in like 2000. Were you at Spectrum Studios? Because me and Shannon were both at Spectrum down by the Coliseum practicing with our respective bands at the time. So it's been like 14 years that we've known each other. That's a long time. Long time? That is a long time. I think that uh, Replicator played his first show with one of my bands. You did, and I think that you should get closer to that mic, too. Okay. Uh, yeah, actually, the the very first Replicator show was uh, with with Greenlight the Bombers, but you were still 60-foot time at that time. Yeah. Coquetry? Yeah. Right. <laughs> Before it was the the home of only of gentlemen's clubs. Yeah. It was just the the one uh, that was around at that time. So having very little to do with uh, gentlemen's clubs and just you know professional segues all around. Uh, you guys are going to fucking Europe. Yeah. Jesus. Wow. Next, that's next awesome. Week. Next week. Wow, that's cool. It's gonna be fun times. What countries in Europe? Because there are many. Well, we'll make a big. <laughs> just in case you weren't aware, there are many countries in Europe. Wait, what? I thought it was one big thing. Wait, wait. Nobody told me about this. I thought it was one big landmass. <laughs> Epcot Center. <laughs> You're actually going to Epcot. So there's there's the country of beer. There's the country of Epcot Center. Uh-huh. There's the Ruski country, whatever that one is. Yeah, right. We call it, yeah, yeah. The one where all the terrible things happened. And, and with all those paintings of uh, Putin with his shirt off. Exactly. And cheese. The one with the nice pasta. <laughs> is that one? Yeah, now we're skipping the pasta where you're going. country. <laughs> I think that country is called Spaghetti Factory, right? <laughs> I have, uh, we land in Berlin. There's Berlin shows. Yeah, we Belgium, make a big we Denmark, make a big uh, uh, clockwise circle, starting in Berlin, and then we do some German shows, Austria, Switzerland, cool, France, Belgium, Netherlands, Luxembourg, uh, yeah. and then back to Germany. Yeah. I'm, I have a secondhand excitement for you guys for the, for the great adventure that that's going to be, and I'm actually really stoked that you guys are doing it. And that's uh, yeah, it's an awesome something. thing. You guys got got, got your uh, get, get your passports all correct. You, you got your stories lined up, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. How so, long, how long are you going to be on tour in Europe? It is 15 shows, 14 shows. 14 shows. Get your story so straight. I told you to get your story straight. You have, <laughs> they're going to be like, nope, revoked. Head back. This one's going back to Asheville. <laughs> yeah, the label guy uh, actually is getting our work visa paperwork together, and uh, uh, we uh, have yet to do that. We need to send him the pertinent information. Otherwise, we may very well either whoops, get turned away or uh, have to pay a massive tariff uh, and do a lot of explaining about the merchandise. But... 
anyway, um, yeah, it's it's fourteen shows all consecutive, and uh, uh, it start it goes from the tenth to the twenty fourth, and um, you wow. know, it's our first time to Europe. Um, yeah, that's a th- that's a real thrill, man. That's that's yeah. kind of a benchmark that a lot of bands never get to get the experience so that's pretty pretty special yeah there's a label based in braunschweig germany called uh, golden antenna who puts out a lot of good music and um he's been a friend of mine for a few years now and uh he kind of i first played him uh the the initial demos of minot a couple years ago and he was kind of like meh he was like (laughs) I, did, 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 he, did he say that? that he did. Yeah. He did, essentially. He was in, wow. in German. It was kind of like me. <laughs> and, uh, it, uh, yeah, so he passed. And I didn't really think that, um, you know, we don't have connections or we don't have many connections in Europe. And uh, so I didn't really think that, that releasing albums in Europe was going to be a thing. But then we made this new record and he was really excited about it and wanted to put it out. And uh, consequently, wanted to bring us over on tour. So it is definitely like uh, an exciting opportunity for us that we didn't want to pass up. So. Sure, cool. I mean, was was that the kind of thing that uh, you know you listen to it and it's just like I don't think that there's a market for this, or just didn't float his boat, or like what, like because there certainly was a growth having you know been able to see you guys from the gestation to where you're at now. There certainly has been a growth to it, but I don't feel like it's super far afield from where you started mm-hmm. necessarily either. I don't know. What do you guys think? He could have been in a bad mood that day. <laughs> <laughs> that's always a possibility. I mean, the, he got there, and that's that's the that's the important thing. I think but. that we've changed a bit, though. I think yeah. when we started, we were trying to find. We wrote some cool songs, but we were still trying to find our sort of voice as a band. Sure, yeah. And equal opposite, I think we arrived at something. You know. We, well, no, and I, I would agree with that. I think that it's definitely a fully realized entity and sort of. I mean, I guess you could almost call it like a mission statement sort of record uh, to a certain degree. Yeah. Uh, because you do all come from, you know, very similar-ish backgrounds, but mm-hmm. the, the the final product isn't necessarily exactly what you would expect from the sum of those parts, which is good because that's unexpected. I think unexpected things are wonderful. Mm-hmm. But that nice. kind of thing. You, know, you don't want it to be like, I know exactly what this is going to sound like. Oh, yeah. good. It's more whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's been fun. Yep. I, I mean, I also it's one feel of the reasons like, why we don't have lyrics in our band. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. Most eloquent of individuals. Brennan, you had something you wanted to... Yeah, oh, well, I mean, I think it's also important to consider that um, maybe the public's ear has changed in those countries as well. The There's public's ear is looking very fetching these days. There's some new earrings in the public ear. It's getting it's very, more pointy. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> just, <laughs> well, there's been a lot of things happening in Europe and elsewhere. This has been your news report from Proton Controversial. There are a lot of things happening in Europe and elsewhere. <laughs> there are lots of things happening, like, today. But, I mean, you know, in Europe, I know like, their saying. economy yeah. fell apart, just like ours. Yeah. You yeah. know, there's a little more strife happening. They're, they're, they might have different musical desires are you guys are you guys prepared to discuss american foreign policy that's a good question actually because there's going to be a lot of that i've been on tour there a couple times before and they don't pull any punches in terms of criticizing the united states or asking asking you what you think of me neither Yeah. yeah, neither does Shannon. We don't put those punches right back. Yeah, Shannon's just gonna be like, I'm, "I think we should bomb you too." Yeah. <laughs> bomb everybody. Well, I care. Can I still ride my bike? Yep. All right, then I'm sorted. See you later. Oh man, 
Yeah. That's no, but in, in serious, it's a serious question. I mean, are you, like that's going to be a part of the experience because that's something that the the melding of the politics and music is not something that's uh, considered to be a normal thing right. in in the U.S. But it absolutely, positively, without a shadow of a doubt, is a huge part of every person's life. Yeah, and we're also, I mean, like we have just from from Matt's background alone with from Monuments and Masses, like that kind of you know that that lineage is being carried through in terms of the regard carried for Minot. So Absolutely. even though we don't necessarily have like, you know, an overt agenda, like I think just because of Matt's involvement in both bands, it's gonna be a thing. We're gonna be talking well, about that. Yeah. And mm-hmm. read up on Syria because that's happening. Yeah. And there will be a quiz. Yeah. And that's that's actually true because the average European knows infinitely more about what's going on uh, in the yep. world than the average American. So, which is a low barrier of entry to be clear, yeah. but yeah, yeah, no, yeah. that is yeah. that is yeah. true. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> uh, and you mentioned from Mind to Masses, and that's a good point because from Mind to Masses was the rare, so rare I can't think of another band that did it really. That was a uh, instrumental band with a sort of politically charged samples and a politically leaning bent. And that was like a very important part of the identity of that band, and I think, I dare say, that was maybe one of the things that people latched onto uh, for that. And it's not something; it's not a path that Minot has chosen to go down, which is totally fine. But you find that there's a lot of expectations put on you, Matt, for like, hey, why is it? Why is? Why are there Obama samples playing during this? Or a little bit in the United States, not so much, and that maybe says something about the United States. But I think here. Uh, you know, what little sort of cult following we had around the country, there was maybe a quarter of that to a half of, of that who were kids who were into kids or, you know, young adults who were into uh, uh, hardcore, were into political music, and were maybe um, into, oh my God, stop. <laughs> is, 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 that, is that someone That's calling you and telling you to stop? Is that alarm. what that was? Yeah. I'm um, listening and it's just it's too much. So yeah, you guys are just, Dial it back. <laughs> <laughs> we get it. Uh, tell it's a your joke. Mom too calling. Much. Stateliness, we understand, yeah, all right? Yeah. <laughs> no, but... <laughs> so, uh, anyway... Um, the uh, uh, yeah, I think that people in the United States, uh, not many of them were motivated by that angle, and in uh, Europe, conversely, a lot of people really were. I would say well over half of of the folks who listened to that band were really into the politics and wanted to talk about the politics. Right. So I anticipate questions about that. Um, you know, I mean, it's not. For Monument to Masses was not that big of a thing, but there may be some carryover from that band interested in this band and wondering sure. what happened to that. And I have answers for that. But. I mean, did you ever get to the point that you're like, you know, I don't really feel like talking about foreign wars. Can we talk about David Lynch or something, please, for the love of Christ? You know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm. I think that maybe I just. Uh, um, I liked making music with these guys. We talked a little bit about it, and it didn't seem to be as much of a priority. Uh, ben and Shannon didn't really want to bring that to the music. Not that they said no, like you can't do that, but they were just like not stoked about it. I mean, they wrote it down and they stuck it on the wall, but they didn't exactly <laughs> say it. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was implied. So uh, we just uh, went without it, and the uh, the the sample, the spoken word samples, and the textural stuff that we bring into the music is, um, uh, you know, I feel thought provoking without being um, overt. And uh, um, I don't know. Hopefully, that will. I want. I would like to continue to grow in that direction and do more uh, with that. That's not necessarily overtly political, but that's still um, 
you know uh, adds a verbal textual element to the uh, to the music as an instrument or as a uh, compositional element or something along those lines perhaps yeah yeah it's it's I think it's a, a lot always, I don't know the samples that always appeal to me are the ones that like kind of add a, a certain level of intrigue because you know at first it sounds interesting or you know whatever's going on with it it's the texture that's applied to it is cool or what is that you know what's being said is interesting but it doesn't necessarily lead you by the hand right to a certain way of thinking it's not necessarily completely overt and just right. out there yeah and i had a discussion about this with uh, somebody who knows really well about what i found that oh yeah things that people are like hey sh- this this sample would be great i'm like ah no yeah. <laughs> no great is not the word i would use mm-hmm. And then stuff that something that would just be like a small out of context thing that you might not even like bat an eyelash at in a uh, out, out in a different contextual element. If you put it out of context, like oh, that's perfect, right? Because that kind of like it, it adds something to the music itself and the, maybe the mood that's being created or where you're trying to go with right. uh, whatever movement you have. And it again, it's part of a compositional element to it. Yeah. And we're, we're trying to grow in new directions musically. I mean, Ben plays in Tartuffi. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, all three of us have been in a lot of bands uh, over the past couple of years, and uh, or over the past decade, I guess, and uh, none of us really want to make this a continuation of any of those bands. Like, right. you know, this isn't from Monument to Masses Part 2. It's The really- deuce. Yeah. <laughs> that would be a deuce, actually, if I tried to do it. <laughs> So uh, yeah, it's it's a it's an entirely new thing, and I think because of the some of the elements, uh, there's hopefully uh, some of the from Monument to Masses listeners would be interested in us. Some of the Tartuffi listeners, I think, would be sure. interested in us. But there's limited commonality between Minot and the other bands that we've played in. Well, I think Minot. You like as I mentioned, harkening back to what I said earlier, I think you've developed your own voice, and it's something that it doesn't sound slavishly devoted to any genre or uh, resume so to speak and I think that's a, a place that more bands should aspire to to be honest thank you yeah okay. <laughs> I mean because there's something to be said it's, there's a certain comfort to being like oh it, like have you heard such and such yeah they're a great band they sound just like this and like you just say like one band or like yeah. oh it sounds like this plus a little bit of that and, like, and then like that you're like you know what you know what it sounded exactly like those things like and it's fine and it's good but I think it's a bolder move a, a picture of uh, wisdom and boldness, if you will, <laughs> <laughs> to go forward in that way and sort of and find your own path. And I, I, I think I think you've done it. I think it's a, I think it's a cool record. And um, awesome. why don't nice we play man. another song from it? Okay, all right. How's that sound? Yep, cool. Sounds like yeah. I was giving you the illusion of choice anyway, but I'm glad you're on board. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, I'm gonna play uh, Left Hand of Darkness. This oh, is cool. My not, and this is off uh, Equal Opposite.
That's Minot with the left hand of darkness off of the new record, Equal Opposite. You can pick yourself up a copy of that from the Mylon Sheath. Or if you go to the Eagle tonight for the record release show. we Where have... is the Eagle? Where is it? Sorry, I don't know. Where oh, is it? It's, uh, it's over by Slim's. It's in San Francisco. It's oh. um, okay. Some Folsom, Folsom right? in uh, 12th or 11th. Folsom and let's uh, let me filibuster while I pull up the page. It's twelve. <laughs> well, off the top of my head, I think it might be. Scroll down, scroll down. <laughs> uh, and it's not even. The, it's not even the. Uh, yeah. Okay. Folsom and twelfth. Sure. That's that. That. Ben Thorne sounds authoritative. Gonna, gonna He's a handsome that, man. Yeah. I'm gonna go with twelfth. When in doubt, I go with the handsome people. Mm-hmm. And we're we're playing in three ninety eight twelfth. Sorry. 398 12. Uh, we're playing an interesting bill. Uh, it is an interesting bill. Flex Bronco, which is not the first band I would think of that you guys would play with. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, mainly a punk show. And uh, I don't know where we are in the bill. Are we playing? We're headlining. We're playing last out of three. It's a California yeah. compliment, baby. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I say headlining. Headlining, we're air quotes last. implied. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, no, we actually, th- that show was set up because I share a kitchen with. Two of the guys from Flex Bronco. One of the guys from Flex Bronco runs like a food truck or yeah, something, right? Fan. Okay, yeah. cool. Great dudes. And uh, yeah, they had a show. We actually had the Oakland show booked. And, uh, you know, Phil, my friend from Voodoo Van and Flex Bronco. Yeah, good dude. Had always, you know, kind of said we should play shows together, blah, blah, blah. And they had had booked, they booked the show and were looking out for another band. And so we, I talked to these guys and Matt came in a day early and we booked this one too so it is a really different bill for us and everyone involved in the show is well aware of that right um, that, that, that can be really interesting though because you're not playing I, the same I mean, yeah. people you always would play to in the same it's, it's not like oh there's adam kane and there's joe bands i mean they'll be there i'm sure too but you know right well it's yeah i mean it's, it's nice to be able to Play to new people potentially yeah. if they stick around and if they you know. <laughs> to pay to the yeah play to the potential of new people if not the new people exactly. themselves yeah, yeah, yeah. right so yeah I mean we're not a punk band but we are like loud and aggressive and definitely come from some punk roots so right you come you come from a like if not a, yeah exactly from from that that there's you can hear that in the music I think in most ways you can find stuff that plays with veracity and intensity that you come from that world and I think you have something to offer to that world. Again, if whoever's listening is listening with an open mind. Exactly. And some some punkers really are open to new music and really want to uh, listen to a bunch of different stuff <clears throat> and would be open to that. And a lot of them aren't. And that's cool. It's the genre police that are coming right now. Yeah. Someone said punker. And so they're like, oh, oh, yeah, they're, they're, God. Here they come. What is this? Someone writing in the 80s? <laughs> No, but and that's a very real thing. That I mean, I think that if someone were just to walk in blind and be like, "I'm here. It's it's a Thursday night. It's at the Eagle. It's already a party. Uh, I'm I'm ready to like check out what this is all about." Oh, where's the singer? All right, this will be interesting. And then right. You guys come out with your like you know King Crimson style <laughs> uh, crazy rock operas, and then it's like, "Oh, this is this is freaking cool." Yeah, it's it's that that's the, that's the scenario I'm envisioning, and I'm gonna be looking for it. <laughs> tonight. Yeah, you'll find it. At the Eagle, uh, which, as we determined, is 398 12th Street. It's the equal opposite release show. Flex Bronco and Inferno of Joy. It's seven bucks. It's 21 and over. And, uh, yeah, exactly. Jump in your cars and get over here exactly. immediately. Zoom out. <laughs> get in line. <laughs> get in line now. <laughs> uh, tell, so tell me more about that song, uh, The Left Hand of Darkness. That's uh, one of the ones that kind of jumped out at me, actually, on, on, the, on the record immediately. But how did that come to pass like what that actually is sort of a record only song 
Okay. Written in studio. Interesting. I was going to say, it had a different vibe that I was like, hmm. So, yeah, we like three... I'm going to make them explain themselves on that. <laughs> three different parts. I mean, I, what, what do we have? We had a couple riffs. I can't remember what came yeah, first. Yeah, uh, I tend to be, you know, pattern-heavy drummer, and so I always have a handful of patterns in uh, my back pocket. And um, Is the other hand giving a high five? It is. Yeah. Um, uh, hailing a taxi cab and so uh, that's one of them that's uh, and we put a lot of our stuff was put together that way around patterns and beats and um, that one happened organically in the studio at uh, it's probably one in the morning in Seattle were you were you yeah. planning on that or was it just something that it's, uh, you're like hey guys let's you sort of yeah because we have we always have parts mm-hmm. um, and so we incorporate them in our shows a lot like you there'll be things that Every, when we play shows, there'll be intros and different things that will eventually become songs. But right. in the set, as it as it goes along, or in as time goes on, we incorporate things into our sets, so they'll be different a lot of the time. Yeah, we went to that recording session with the intention of recording hopefully five songs, and mm-hmm. we did record five songs, but we had probably ten chunks of material Things of raw material yeah, yeah when we so we didn't know what we were going to end up with what five songs were going to get finished and that one happened to um you know we we liked the way it sort of it popped up. yeah yeah and we ended up <laughs> changing the dynamic of the middle section it was initially flipped the middle section had like a, a lead up to like a hit mm. uh where it then sort of took off but we flipped it so that it just took off immediately and then kind of like pulled back a little bit which is sort of a an interesting on-the-fly decision, but it yeah. worked out really nicely. And if I remember correctly, Robert... Uh, yeah, it was Bobby, his idea. Bobby Cheeks uh, was kind of... He's like... He's Bobby a, Cheeks, huh? He's a really cool... Robert Cheek is our engineer. Yeah, Robert, yeah. please. <laughs> Mr. Cheeks is my father. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, he's, a, he's a buddy of ours. He plays in a Seattle band called By Sunlight, and he's a tremendously good... Uh, like B-U-Y engineer. or B-Y? By okay. by sunlight, yeah, um, and uh, they're a great band, and um, people should check them out as well. But anyway, Robert is a uh, uh, a great engineer, and um, we recorded uh, with him earlier a couple of years ago, and so we went back to do the full length with him. And his, I don't know, we kind of involved him in some of the production decisions more so. I don't think. I, he didn't want like producer credit or anything like that, mm, right. but there were certain, definitely certain songs that he helped us kind of find. Maybe know. just have like a you know someone that is down with the idea of what you're trying to do. That's an ear that's outside of the yeah. of the group. I mean, they he, can give you some outside. He feedback, knows, right? yeah, he knows us as people yeah. decently well. You know, he recorded biblically. My, he knows yeah, exactly. You. He recorded my old band a bunch of times. He's recorded, you know, Cillian Rail. Um, he worked with us before, and so we gelled with him personally very quickly. And his ear and his abilities have only gotten better over the years. And he's, you know, he does great work. So to be able to work with somebody who you feel personally comfortable with, and also you trust, you know, kind of completely with their opinions, it's also a, it's more of a dialogue with him too. It's not necessarily like here's my idea and you should do this. It's right. kind of like here's what I think would be cool, but if you want to tell me to like go, but if you want to say no, the door's right there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> that rate's going up. <laughs> Exactly. Um, yeah, it's good. It was, is is that Low Red Land was the old the old yeah, band that because yeah, uh, yeah. that, that was a that, and that was a band that uh, I'm I'm be honest with you I wasn't that familiar with but mm-hmm. I, I got like when you started playing with these guys I was like oh let me check this out mm-hmm. it's pretty cool it's pretty interesting stuff so how I, I don't know 
how you guys got together like as a band is that is that anything that's that's a, a story that's worth worth telling i mean there's you know the i was familiar. Was, was shannon there doing paradiddles on his <laughs> on his knee so she, i guess Carry sticks around in my back pocket right noticed. So she, and i was like hey man you drum you gigging we were all working a guitar i'm so wearing was, a hat that says zildjian I like i don't know dude my t-shirt has flames on the bottom of it i have my black label society guitar strap. i don't know why you wouldn't know i'm only carrying around a, a, band. a guitar right here and uh shredding currently so yes i do my hair doesn't look like this normally <laughs> Gonna diet. Uh, I knew. Well, uh, Shannon had taken pictures of of Low Red Land and a bunch of bands that I knew. Oh, you take pictures? I do. <laughs> Shannoncore.com. Choreographer, one of the best photographers of the Bay Area. Everyone should know. Um, I'm not speaking earnestly then when I said that. Oh, it's absolutely true. I mean, it is, Sh- it is true. He is Shannon's true. an amazing photographer, right. and his uh, site also has live shots of. Pretty much every band that you know. It, it, it's, an, it's a veritable cornucopia of wonderful rock and roll photography. And quite frankly, if you don't put out a Charles Peterson style book, I'm going to get pissed at you <laughs> at some point. That's a good idea. Uh, no pressure. Yeah. Go. But now that it's out there. Uh, yeah. So I knew. Key taking you know, some pictures of you in the past. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, so I knew of him. Didn't know really any of his bands at the time. I knew of Turks, um, but I knew. Matthew through Robin from Cillian Rail. Okay. And there was a point after Low Red Land, it kind of stopped that he and I were, we used to do acoustic shows at the house where I lived and Cillian Rail was playing one. Matt came over we were talking and initially, like, I think the idea was just like, maybe we do something in the future, but it was just kind of like talking, you know, nothing big. And then, uh, they started playing together. They looked for a bass player. I couldn't do it because I was busy with work and then what are you guys playing oh yeah I'm busy that night yeah exactly <laughs> a lot of that. washing my hair a lot yeah uh, <laughs> we've established it's very important to your identity so. actually we kind of thought that he was just like totally not into us <clears throat> he was like no I'm just really busy I can't, can't do it I had demos sound cool but, in fairness you know, yeah I mean it was, I got it this really thing was, and I, I no. think what it was like it oh yeah <laughs> we had a, Wait, totally, I yeah. like courting him we had a I had just joined Tartufi at that point, and it was, and it seemed like that was all I was going to have time for because I was also was running a restaurant at the time. Yeah, yeah, and Tartufi's so not like, like a, you know, right. it's a pretty busy band. Yeah, uh, and then it just got to the point where I was like, well, I got like, I have a day off now, so it felt like I had all the time. Let me fill that going. space immediately yeah, and fill exactly. the void in my heart. <laughs> Playing like seven days, you know, working seven days a week turned into working six days a week, and then I had like the extra, you know, seemed like I had all the time in the world, and so came back and it, they were still looking for a bass player which was good so then i just got involved i wish there was a more interesting story than that you know because i just yeah. told it we're, poorly uh, no no, no. <laughs> it, it's it's uh i wish that we did all work at guitar center and had an awesome story like that really to tell <laughs> yeah. in an interview. it's not too late bro it really isn't. You can always rewrite the, rewrite the history book now. You <laughs> could bo- move back and work at Guitar Center. I, yeah. I may have to. Could you do the no, no, I worked at Guitar Center Asheville. They worked at the Guitar Center in Emeryville, and here's the deal. Yeah. They wanted this this one snare drum, and I had it in stock, and they didn't. So, But I, I it was crazy. They needed it by tomorrow, so I flew it over, and then I was like, dude, why don't you just play the snare drum right now? I got my guitar. <laughs> exactly, and I'm, for only $35, you can have total coverage on that <laughs> snare drum, man. 
bro. <laughs> it's funny how like that's you know I'm sure a bunch of bands have met by working in music shops together, right? And then kind of gone on to some level of like success, making terrible music, notoriety, yeah. <laughs> and then I mean, it, it almost inevitably seems like it would go back to that point too. Like once yeah. the attention goes away, you're like, well, I'm gonna go back All to right. working in Guitar Center with yeah. the same guys that. Like he's back in the drum department, and I'm just. Did he help find anything, bro? Keyboard, exactly. You just hear each other saying that all day long, and you just like remember all the good times you had, and like you just get trapped wow. in this like. You guys just wrote a screenplay just right. now. Yeah, it's, it's, it's so loathing. it's darkly humorous. Empire Records two. Oh, return to the record store. <laughs> the fall. The the boring. But the diminishing sort of, of hope. The boring but heartwarming story, though, is that we just go back a long ways. You know, yeah. like we've known each other and are you know have a unique familiarity with one another's music and styles and uh you know i think that's kind of the the bedrock of the band more or less well and that's you know that's a good place to be mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that's not it's not like yeah you could be like well you know i was on the bus and uh, this guy's like what i don't have exact change screw you man <laughs> And I was like, wow, that guy's ballsy. Sounds cool. I'll skate to the beach. <laughs> skate on the beach. Well played. Well played. Uh, Wait, so what, what kitchen do you share with your buddy? Uh, I make barbecue. And yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Let's plug every yeah. aspect of our lives. I like yeah. barbecue. Kind of, totally I'm from here. the South. That's what we do here on I'm just curious. <laughs> I'm uh, just curious because yes. I work in a communal bakery. Yeah, and we are. We have a, there's a commissary over on 24th in Alabama inside La Victoria Bakery. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. And uh, yeah, Sneaky's Barbecue. So it's uh, Southern style. It's like the mustard based. Carolina style stuff. barbecue. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's very amazing. good. Wow. Really, really good. I'm, I'm a huge fan. I I have opinions about barbecue and things well. of the South. So cool. <laughs> I'll have to try it. Yeah. I see? live very near the. I'm gonna that guarantee area. you, I'm gonna isolate that. By the way, that yeah. was enough an amazing quote. <laughs> yeah, opinions about barbecue <laughs> and, things. Yeah, and things and things, lots of opinions. Do no, you I... still have the Kuraboda pork belly? Pork belly, yeah, because that is an amazing yep. dish. Just smoked some yesterday. Ben Thorne and Sneaky's Barbecue also provided the food for the PRF Barbecue West, which was an event yeah, that, that was uh, many fun. many Proton Controversial listeners attended, and I got many compliments about it. I said thank you. I had nothing to do with it. Lovely. <laughs> and it was uh yeah that was a uh, that, that was great cool hopefully we can do that next year yeah. as well that'll be fun maybe we'll play it too i would like that very much uh so yeah as far as playing shows it's kind of it's got to be interesting that harkening back to you're in the east coast now matt I, it, wh- like where do you where do you how do you work that how do, how do you make it vital and like living in everyone's minds and I don't know. We're still trying to figure that out. Well, we put together these, you know, we'll put together tours. Like, we'll um, play Tree Fort again in March. That's the thing year. in uh, Boise, right? In yeah. Boise, yeah, mm-hmm. for the third year. And we will book a tour around it. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's the plan. There's, a, you know, some plan to go out east to not make him have to be the only one who flies all the time. Well, and the drives uh, are a lot shorter at East Coast anyway, so. Well, the, you yeah. know, and the working with the Mylene Sheath, they're located in... Athens, Georgia. Now, oh, are they? So, okay. Yeah. So, it's you know, it, it, anything that we do is going to be basically, you know, scheduled around some sort of tour, but or recording, I guess. But in terms also, of writing songs and such, we've yet to figure out like a really effective way of doing that long distance. Because a lot of the stuff that we actually end up doing that we like is from us feeding off each other in a sure you know which sucks because it's it's it seems like recently we kind of 
figured out how to write music more easily. Mm-hmm. Like we, I don't know. It, Without things, like overthinking it, you mean? Exactly. Or, okay. Things things in rehearsal click a little more. We all respond to the same stuff. Like we'll we'll play a riff and Shannon will play a pattern. And we'll be like, yeah, that's. So we we know as soon as we hear it, we know what's going to be a song, and that's a good place to be. But it feels like we have to be in the same room in order to. Yeah, do it. and you have less time to do it where that's right feasibility. You're going to skip it in. <laughs> you know, with, you with like do that. Two second delay. Oh, it's, I Terrible don't idea. It. Don't recommend it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Hopefully, we'll still be able to do some digital trading of music. I mean, that works really well. I've done it in bands before, and it's uh, you know you can send stuff back and forth. But uh, it, we're also just all three of us are really busy, and trying to balance the rest of our lives uh, is uh, a challenge sometimes. But we'll you know we're going to keep doing it, so we'll we'll figure it out on the fly, I guess. So, and when I uh, when I mentioned that you guys were going to be in studio today, there was a very excited response from Mr. Ike Turner of Minutes that uh, it was like, a, I believe the, the, the exact quote, I can't remember, but it was something along the lines of, uh, and it was about your band name. And uh, I'm, I'm going I'm to pull it up because it was pretty funny. It was very, cause it was very excited. Uh, it was like, did they get their name from the town in North Dakota? Like, and being a Dakota dude. Uh, oh, originally. He's a Dakota dude. Yeah. And although uh, Minutes are a band from Kalamazoo, even though uh, Ryan, I believe, lives in D.C. now. But yeah, it must like the Bismarck, uh, originally from the Dakotas. But it's interesting that being a band from ostensibly here, from the Bay Area, calling yourself after. Oh, it was these guys' idea. So. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, and I. I normally find the how did you get your band name question not only inherently hacky yeah. but lazy. But I think it's actually interesting in this case because first of all, it's not it's not like it's a word that everyone even knows how to pronounce out of the gate. It, it, oh, it's no. mispronounced a lot. It was either not or the Smashing Pumpkins. It was, it was a toss up between yeah. the two. <laughs> yeah. The Smashing Pumpkins. I think that's taken. The Smashing Pumpkin, singular. Exactly. The Smashed Pumpkin. Smashing Pumpkin. From, Smashing. It's, a, it's a British band. <laughs> Smashing about, Pumpkin about UK. A, about a great gourd. <laughs> about a great gourd. That, that's the first record, The Great Gourd. Yeah. It's a classic. Now, uh, Matthew came up with that, or he, and I am super easy when it comes to band names because <laughs> they're all stupid. Care about so that it's just stuff, the yeah. worst thing ever to have a band name. So <laughs> call it whatever you want. Song titles. <laughs> Untitled. Band names. Untitled Part 2, The yeah. Reckoning. It actually turns out that there's also a Minot, Maine, though, and I'm from Maine. Is that true? So, oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. So. Minot, Minot, North Dakota is a place that uh, my family lived prior to me being born, and uh, I the the town is a place that I hated when I was when I was little, but I always liked the sound of the name. It sounds kind it of sounds like, mysterious. It sounds like it'd be a... Like an iconic character, some kind of hero or villain sure. or of some sort. Well, to me, it sounds sort of science fiction-y, kind of like the Minoc in Star Wars. Sure. Yeah. Like I, I would always hear the word Minot and think that it just sounded awesome, like, you know, the Maginot line or the, you know. And the uh, truth is... The truth is is that it's a really boring little town <laughs> in North Dakota. But most people don't know that. Right. You know, every once in a while someone goes, oh, hey, my grandma's from there. But, you know... There's, uh, <laughs> there's, there's. It's just a cool sounding word, I think, and that is the story with Minot. Well, and I think it definitely fits the criteria of imbuing something that uh, for a band name where it isn't necessarily something a word or phrase that already has meaning to the masses and to people. It's just something that you can kind of 
fill that void with whatever it is you want it to, to mean. And I think that that's and again that that kind of bringing it all back that kind of harkens harkens back to the you guys defining your sound in a way that, that isn't slavishly devoted towards genre or everything else that you guys have done before and you know carrying the resume around and it's a harder it's a harder road to go yeah but yeah. if a band called archers of loaf can be as because <laughs> when i first heard that band name i was like you've got to be kidding me. I, I had the exact same reaction i worked at a record store and i was like i'm not going to listen to something called archers of loaf there's no chance and then I, I got over it like two years later, and I was like, oh, they're great. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Rough. Uh, okay, so let's, uh, let's listen to some music. Uh, this is a song called White Castle Doctrine. It's by the Smashing Pumpkin UK. It's off of the Great Gourd record. <laughs>
That's Future to the Left. That's Prescriptions. That's off of the Human Death EP. And uh, that's a uh, neglected little gem. I, I actually very curious why that ended up on, it didn't end up on one of the records and uh, asked our friend of the show and former guest, Andrew Falcos Falco, about that. And he had a pretty good response, I felt, because I asked, like, hey, you know, this is, this is a cool song. You know, why isn't it on any of the records? And he said, good question for me, because it sounds like other bands could have made it. As good of a song as it is. Which made me want to peel out, first of all. Yeah. And secondly, I was like, oh, that's a good response. I like that. That's a... Uh, you know, as far as, as far as responses go. Before that, we had White Castle Doctrine by a little band called The Smashing Pumpkin UK. No, I'm, I might not. And we have them in a might not in studio. Still, right here, right now. Let's get stoked. Let's be there. Yay! Yay! So great you guys were able to do this, man. It's fun. Yeah, it's really nice. I'm super stoked, and since you called us the men of Minot, I'm pondering, you know, we need more merch for Europe, so I think a calendar is in order. The men. Oh my gosh, that's such a good idea. Three-month calendar. Everyone gets- I would totally buy that. Three-month <laughs> calendar. Pick your favorites. March, no, you just do January. Di- you, you just do different June. poses. Everyone has to do, like, four, right? So. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> good times. You need a motorcycle to do that, though. Yeah, it's true. You have a motorcycle. You have to like pose on the laying across the whole body of the motorcycle. Yeah, totally. In fireman gear with the hose. With a speedo on. Nick Nick, nice. Nick Jones, Twitter user Yank Crime, was very excited to hear that the men of mine were gonna be in the studio today. You know that guy. Oh yeah. on the, I thought you were gonna say on a calendar. And, and said, uh, tell me Shannon's gonna be on the show. So I don't, I don't, I guess, do you know that it's guy? It's not Nick, or? yes. Okay. He's in, uh, he's either, he's either in Germany or the UK right now. It's not, uh, yeah, exactly. I, I, I think he's in the country called Spaghetti Factory. Yeah, I, I, he uh, was a BMX friend of mine. <laughs> or beer. And uh, <laughs> cool. we share a lot of similar interests and we are, we are internet, internet buddies. BMX? Yeah. Are you like, uh, you know, yeah, professional? Yeah, I was a fairly, fairly professional BMX rider for quite a while. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, cool. Good times. Uh, we also are hearing from my father, who's listening in right now. He's saying, uh, big fan of Shannon Core from Facebook, listening to the show. Tori, call in, 415-962-7979. People love hearing from you. It's undoubtedly one of the highlights of the shows every time. Uh, yeah. Do it. I'm not kidding about that either. He, he will. Sometimes he does. He called in the, la- in the end of the show yeah. uh, la- la- last week, and that was... We- 30 seconds of delight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, where are we? Oh, okay. that, I mean, just Earth? thank you, thank you very much for having us on. Yeah, no, that's it, it, it's been great. And uh, I'm I'm looking forward to the, to this show at the Eagle. And are you playing another Bay Area show as well? Right? Do you think you're playing like a... Friday night uh, uh, is at the Nightlight in Oakland. Nice. I like that room. It's Yeah, it's going to be fun. Yes. It it's party time, people. <laughs> Radio Valencia, you're on the air. Yeah, well, this is uh, Connor. This is your dad calling in. <laughs> yeah. Um, Tori Neutron, welcome back to the show. Everything, 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 everything's great. I uh, came through, and uh, man, I don't know. <laughs> I'm so embarrassed, you know, all the good miscommunication, but you're just shining beacon, and. Uh, yeah, I love the show too. I um, 
Do you have anything to say to the men of Minot? I know you mentioned you're a big fan of Shannon Core from Facebook. Yeah, I, I had a, there was a big, big snuff on that. And um, the reason I called your, your brother, uh, he went into a tizzy and uh, he got kind of wild there for a while about the face, uh, password thing. And then, uh, yeah, I, I guess he yanked the power and uh, everything reset. <laughs> yeah, <anyway. laughs> Tori, I have no idea what you're talking about, but I love every second of it. Best thing ever. Thanks, son. Love the show. You know, listening. Great. Talk to you later. Okay. Bye-bye. Good talking to you. Tori Neutron, everybody. Tori Neutron. Yes, that was fantastic. That's That's awesome. Love that guy. It's so great that your dad supports your uh, your radio show, man. No, he's, he's, and now he's going to be a Minot fan. Yeah, exactly. He, he's he unsolicited, apropos of nothing, sent me a message the other day that says, I really like shellac. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I was like, that's great. Cool. <laughs> that's so why. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's always nice to touch the world in interesting and new ways. And, uh, or yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting and new ways. Sure, if we're going to take it, make take it somewhere filthy. Jeez. <laughs> I mean, we, a delightful image. It is not necessarily a delightful image at all. <laughs> I'm avoiding clear. imagery right now. <laughs> um, your dad sounds like a very interesting, nice man. He said tizzy. Yeah, he was in a tizzy. Yeah, your brother was in a tizzy. He was. He was in a tizzy. The power Over got the, uh, the computer. Password. I think the the password. Ripped the power out of the wall, fixed it. <laughs> that fixes everything usually. It's like every time I hear from him, it's like a tableau of like the the, the, the most interesting short film ever. <laughs> yet, yet when I'm there, it's like it's like I can't. Oh my god! Can we leave now? <laughs> but that's how it goes with uh, being in a family, right? Yeah, I'm trying to imagine what it would be like if my dad called in on on my radio show. It just it'd be like. I'm trying to imagine your radio show. Talk about <laughs> Zing by the bass player. <laughs> I have to live with this <laughs> for the next month. For yeah, as, as, as I was gonna say, but not all the time. So it can keep, you can keep it fresh with yeah. the ball busting. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that's awesome. Ah, <laughs> uh, so wait, what would your dad be like if he called into your radio show? Can you do an impression? He'd talk about... He'd t- I can, actually. I'd do a pretty good impression of my dad. Prove it. He'd be like, Hey, Matt. I, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's uh, 3 o'clock in Montana, which would make it uh, 2 o'clock your time. And uh, just wanted to find out how you're doing and uh, what the weather, weather's like down there. And, uh, you know, your mother's got me going someplace. And, I, you know... I, I don't know. She's just she needs to see a therapist, I think. <laughs> and uh, but anyway, yeah, I don't need. To, I don't mean to you know take up your time talking about your mom. But uh, anyway, call me and um, <clears throat> I hope you're not doing anything stupid like going on tour to Europe with your rock band. Or whatever. <laughs> if you are, I guess that's okay. Just watch out for the terrorists. And, <laughs> So I'll see you at Thanksgiving and okay, Matt. Bye. That's a good impression. That's pretty good. My parents are also concerned with 
I don't know if you've actually if you're serious about the concern for traveling, but that was all 100. percent Yeah, no, I, my, my folks have a legitimate. My mom was like not stoked on this whole thing when I told her about it, and she was like, "Someone's gonna ha-, like." Really? Just, just oh, yeah, a genuine concern? Or? Yeah, like it's, there's some, we're going to, yeah, some sort of terrorist activity is going to take place, like, in every small place where we are. Lurking and, around the corner, like they're going to jump out at thing. you. Yeah, it's, 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 it's ISIS is going to be hanging seriously, out in Luxembourg. I made, I actually <laughs> made a joke. Just chilling, like ISIS do. Yeah, I made a, I respond, I think the best kind of response to that to my folks is just to, like, go to the, the 12th step beyond the paranoia and just talk about how we are certainly going to be beheaded by ISIS. <laughs> Just to throw the ridiculous in nature. It's funny you mentioned that. I'm being beheaded right now. It's so crazy. <laughs> so the, I can barely Instagram of, about it. This is part of a script that I'm being told to say to you by Islamic extremists. <laughs> really Dada-esque. I don't really understand super it. Super crazy. I, <laughs> I don't know. They anticipated this whole thing. <laughs> they have superhuman pro- They're actually from another planet. They've been watching us for a long time. And from a galaxy far, far Stay away, out. they yeah. have technologies we haven't invented yet. You thought shadow analysts are only the end, but it's the, really the beginning. <laughs> Lead shadow analyst, too. This is my job title. Well, pe- parents just worry. Imagine if you yeah. had a life form that you had to worry about. Yeah. No, I know. It's, it, it's, uh, it's definitely good to keep that in context. Yeah. So. I mean, you're right. But I mean, you're all grown ups. Yeah. So presumably, can mm. you've already made your stupid decisions and learned from them. Yeah, we're in a band still. So. <laughs> right. Tell them we're going on tour with ISIS. That would be. That awesome. would, yeah. <laughs> we're opening for we're ISIS. Opening for ISIS. I would be so stoked for what? that. Oh my god, we play. I wonder how that band. The band, doing. not the terrorist organization. I wonder how that yeah. band's doing with they, this whole thing. They're probably they, stoked. Well, no, they. Well, so they. They're not. They don't exist. They, they anymore, split up uh, a few years back. Yeah, yeah went to like one of those. 2012 or something. Yeah, I went to one of the last shows. Actually. But they have been getting a lot of flack on their Facebook page. They yeah. had to change it to say ISIS the band because right. people were like, I bet "Screw they're you, being, America, yeah, really, America!" They're, they're probably super hard at them. They're probably getting a lot of Google hits. I have buddies who uh, have been accosted for wearing ISIS band. And like wow! Wearing shirts. Wow! People that's, have just been like, you know, I can't believe you'd be that disrespectful. You that's, know, that's disheartening and unsurprising. Happened here. It's you know back east. Yeah. Different places around the country. It's uh, yeah. It's funny because it's easy to jump to conclusions and get angry, and then. <laughs> It's just interesting. Yeah, it's it's weird. I don't and know. Expose yourself as a as an utter idiot. Fool. Yeah, <laughs> it happens all the time. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, listen every week on this radio show. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've learned. And that's what the feedback says, anyway. Yeah, I've. I mean, I'm sure we're all guilty of saying things and being like, "Oops, I should." I just want to bring something up that I noticed via postings on the internet recently. <laughs> You have a collection of her sound. Oh, you have, you have no idea, my friend. It's, it haunts it's called, me. Um, the, the spotted dick. <laughs> There's a spotted dick, I think. Some context for that. <laughs> this is very non-sequitur. The, the English dish. Very non-sequitur. And what, what's nice is every time I've played that, someone has gotten what that actually is. And yeah. it's led to... And well, yeah, we, we got the song from Yawn in the, uh, on the Lords of Sion episode. Yawn had that, that great song he did, like, off the cuff. That, like, That's true. He did sing some sort of Irish... Or what was it? It was a British... It sounded all ethnic. I don't know. <laughs> it was like a British, like... 
Like it's a sh- not a jingle. Not a shanty. What was a long... A, a, a brogue. A hymn. No, brogue is a way of speaking. Yeah, but he, he, he was in fine voice, and there, were, there was a song about that dish. So, yeah. I'm going to go and say that was that was a solid out-of-context win <laughs> for that. Uh, we're going to way off base here. So, uh... <laughs> Point of fact, equal opposites available on vinyl, which I still need to get a copy of. And that's, we, yeah, we just got our copies. Yeah, we will have them uh, tonight have the show. and tomorrow night. And then uh, we're doing uh, Cal. Hit the playing, uh, actually, we're playing, uh, I guess it's not your competitors, Calix Live on Saturday night. We're playing. Oh, we're competitors. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not. It's not fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll bury them. Calyx, more like dead Lex. <laughs> you're, you're playing Calyx live then? Yes. Okay. <laughs> it's early. Yeah. We're all sleepy. Uh, what day is that? That's a that's Saturday evening. Are you are you interview? Are you doing like a live set kind Most. of thing? Or okay, cool. That's I, I was like the the Calyx live sets. You get an interesting vibe out of that. Mm-hmm. The interesting thing is there's a football game that night, so they're Ooh. airing it immediately after the foot, football game. I'm, yeah, want to make sure you don't lose those listeners. To <laughs> yeah. Completely alienate. Oh, yeah. They're, I mean, you know, as soon as the football game's over, everybody's going to tune in on their little transistor radio yeah. to hear my not It's the second tailgate. Yeah. Oh, I love this one, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. It makes me get pumped up. Yeah, dude. Allostatic Load. Such a good song. <laughs> Load. <laughs> Archers of load. Archers. Oh, <laughs> oh that's rough. Yeah. What is an allostatic load anyway? Is that a allostatic? a uranium uh, reminding thing? What no, it's a it's a, a a brain chemical index. So the allostatic mm. load, uh, you know, some psychologist or neurologist uh, uh, figured out that there was a correlation between stress level and. Um, uh, different brain chemicals, so uh, your stress index can be uh, can be expressed as your allostatic load. Very interesting. All right. Welcome to Math World. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's I I didn't know that. That's mm-hmm. there's a lot of interesting stuff up there in the brain. I know, my new roommate is a neuroscientist. I found out yesterday. That's so. How many neuroscientists do you know? Zero. Actually, zero. Yeah. yeah me, well, one. Me too, until, by proxy. Yeah. Until yesterday. It's like a 25-year-old neuroscientist. It's kind of crazy. Well, I hope I learn things about the brain. And apparently, I just come to a radio st- show to learn things about <laughs> Exactly. Just come to a radio show Don't to learn things. Don't ask your roommate. Go to the radio show. This is what you find out here. Now on, you can uh, go home. Electronic and- reversal. You're like, I found out what an allostatic yeah, load is. You can lay some, some knowledge on your roommate. Do you know what that is? Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Come that's at me. You He'll find be- out that Matt's explanation is completely wrong. You're like, yeah, I learned this today from this guy in a band. <laughs> I'll be like, oh. Like, no, like that's, a, that's not, no. That's, that's how I just frame things as if I'm very innocent and naive, and then no one... You know, is rude about it, uh-huh. even yeah. though I'm not really. Oh, I just gave away my secret. Mm. <sighs> well, your roommate's gonna be like, "Are you talking about the brain chemistry thing, or are you talking about the the song?" By the <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right, exactly. Oh, you mean exactly? You mean the kickoff track on Equal Opposite, available uh, on the Mylon Sheath, MylonSheath.com. Mylene Sheath, actually. Mylene. Mylene. 
Which is another brain thing, actually. Is it? Mylene, 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 Mylene. That's not. What is what is, what 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 is Mylene Sheath? What well, is that? Like is he's so a brain a, surgery it's a or something? Misspelling I'll bite. Of, it's a misspelling of the Mylene Sheath, which is uh, I think it's the, some. And then now I don't know exactly it, what it is. It's like <laughs> a, the casing for the brain or something. It insulates your axons. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Whoa. Okay. Yep. I can't even tell you exactly what an axon is, but it's some sort of. But it's well insulated. Between. Let me tell you. It's yeah, a it sheath is. for your axons. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Any reason to use the word sheath? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Any reason to use the word sheath? Indeed. Mm-hmm. So if you want to buy this record, you can you can go to uh, you can sheath your axon and. Uh, ah. <laughs> I knew this was gonna go a dirty route. <laughs> and uh, go to uh, mylenesheath.com. Good luck spelling it. Use your Google. Uh, and you can get vinyl for it. So I, I need to, like I said, I need to pick that up. That, it's it's a color vinyl or something like along those lines, or what? What is it? It's um, yeah, something they're, special. They're like it. a boutique vinyl collector label, and so they cool. do a really good job with all the packaging and the presentation. So we have like three versions of like an orange and black uh, vinyl presentation, which is cool. That's really cool. I don't know what we got in the mail today, but we'll see. And then we'll have some of those. For sale, and the rest of them, yeah. I mean, the sheet—they do a really. It's like a husband and wife team, like super dedicated, very awesome people. Just sitting cool. around kicking it, sheathing those axons. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And we're in good company there too. They they have put records out for Caspian and uh, Gifts from Enola and uh, Aegis just came out. Aegis from L.A. Cool. Um, They've got what's that Pelican? They have a they, yeah. They Pelican. put out some stuff oh. from Pelican recently. I love Pelican, nice, cool. Yeah, colored vinyls are great. Yeah, it's it's not it's a uh, they're like at much better quality these days too. It used to be like the knock on colored vinyl was that it was like oh it sounds terrible it's yeah flimsier exactly. yeah, and yeah. cheaper yeah now I mean they've done a better job of making the audio quality. Well, that's good. Technology increased. has come through in the end. Yeah, to make a to make like a really old version of a, an audio format <laughs> sound actually the way it should sound better but yeah it's cool it, it's really nice to have uh it's nice to see an actual record of yours you know, yeah big, I yeah physical yeah, yeah especially one that is taking a long time to gestate and create yeah. i'm sure it uh i'm sorry matt am i boring you is this uh like are no, you are you busy i was actually uh looking at uh at the 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 post on oh okay the yeah post no. about the radio the show, show. Yeah, you should listen in. It's, it's going well. Cool. Is it going okay? <laughs> a couple of the guys are dicks, but you know the whole thing on the on the, on the whole, like on an aggregate total. Cool. Yeah. You know, the axons are getting sheathed. It's all good. Uh, the uh, what, what what are the songs you guys want to play from the record? Because we've, we've done pretty good so far. I think we pretty like, represented. Is there anything that you like? Just want to make sure we get uh, get out there before. Uh, Tharsis is kind of uh, you know one of the flagship songs. Uh, it's I, a jam. I like that one. Yeah. It's a jam. We can, uh, why, don't we, why don't we hear some Tharsis now? That'd be great. Sheath your accents, listen to the Tharsis. Super. And I know there's going to be people like, I don't know what those words mean. <laughs> right. Just tuning in. <laughs> exactly. This is my not.
Tharsis by Minot. Cough right when the song ended. By equal opposite. The cough is uh, not on the record, so that's a live bonus. Talking a little about 311 during the break. Mm. <laughs> Our boys from Omaha. That oh, yeah. Omaha Styley. Mm-hmm. Down. I grew up Omaha Styley, man. I With 311? Yeah, I went to their shows until we disowned them when they moved to L.A. to get their big record contract. <laughs> oh, right, okay. I was about 15 when that yeah. happened. Yeah, sellouts. No. <laughs> they sold out, man. They did. Screw those guys, man. But they were cool when you were a kid. Were they? Yeah. I mean, when were, we were they, kid. like, seen Star Wars 311? They That's were. why you hear about the toadies. Everyone's like, oh, no, see, the thing about the toadies is the toadies, I bup, 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 don't care. Yeah. Don't care. No, I will also say, legitimately, the Rubberneck is a great record. Oh, <laughs> I'm not joking around. I saw I'm them. Good. I, I saw no them with idea. the Butthole Surfers. Yeah. Oh, bands. that's great. Yeah. I, I like, like the Butthole Surfers. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was a weird show, but it, I, I mean, I enjoyed their I enjoyed their set. I was just like, I didn't know any song except for the Do You Wanna Die. Yeah. I knew that song. <laughs> the rest. Of, I mean, the rest of the album is like very indebted to the Pixies. It's like a dark Pixies record, but it's okay. good. It's, it's good. That's like something I'd be into. They, uh, I know that video. They desperately try to make the bass player interesting, and in, like in the video, yeah, she's yeah, just yeah. not doing anything she's, very interesting yeah. at all. I mean, she's playing the bass, and that's fine. Which is basically but. what bass players do. Yeah, it's just like standing <laughs> back. <laughs> not look that interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we were talking about 311. So please, like 311. Oh well, uh, <laughs> I they went off my radar at a certain point, but I will fully it's a shame, admit. Shame, man. Their latest work is their best. You got, they have a, right? is that band still around? Yeah, is they that, just put out a record. They, really? Yeah. Wow, you seem to know. I mean, a lot I know. About 311. I know about they know stuff. stuff. Yeah, they, he's got stuff. some sort of a musical he's got the retainment peanut. thing that is yeah. Un- in- unbelievable. Yeah. Wow. It's, ben has a, like, sort of a pathological or an eidetic memory when it comes to when it comes to music. Any, oh, it's like photographic memory. You can but make like a sounds. joke about a band, and he'll list every member in it. I think the, the, <laughs> wow. name, the name wow. of the bass player for the Toadies is Lisa Umbarger. See how? It is? Oh, wow! No. Sure, what about sure. the bass player for Three Eleven? Uh, that's Peanut. Aaron Peanut Wills. Okay. Wow! I'm so happy you guys know so much. Way deep when it comes to like you crazy. I'm sensing like future. We can do a game like like a bit with this. Like in the future. This this is I'm I'm the Hollywood squares of music. I'm like a less famous Matt Pinfield who's who's like a less famous. I don't know. Uncle Fester. <laughs> Uncle Fester. Poor Matt Pinfield. <laughs> oh, poor Matt Pinfield again. Coming up next, we've got Matt Pinfield. Uh, he's going to beat no. That would be so cool. Don't tease us. <laughs> I'm sure we could get him. Yeah, what's, he doing? What's, he, what's, he, what's he busy yeah, with? What's he doing? Pumping yeah, gas? Right I mean, <laughs> wow. Man. Not, not to be a maybe dick, not but... after insulting him. <laughs> I mean, hey, come you on. You see that there's one drop-off on the on the listener stream. That was Matt Penfield. Matt Penfield with a single tear. Oh, <laughs> Sorry, Matt Penfield. I don't mean it. Come on the show. 311. Yeah, when you don't have any older brothers to... Or yeah. I do have an older sister, but she's way older. I didn't know any better. I listened to 311. Well, you got to remember, uh, I and this is not... I'm assuming you're a little younger than I am. I'm 30. Oh, you're 30? Well, mm-hmm. I'm 39, so... Uh, at age 16 when 311 was still in Omaha doing their thing and they were kind of ruling the scene that was 1991 oh wow so they've been around for a hot minute though. at that time a funk punk kind of you know they've got you know yeah. S.A. Martinez Reggae. like busting rhymes and they've mm-hmm. got you know like skinny white kids from the suburbs playing like this funk metal like 
I thought it was pretty cool at age 14. Well, they opened right, for right. Fugazi, too, didn't they? They had like they a... Did. Yeah. Why are you kidding are you, are you, are yeah. you kidding me? Yeah. Wow. But see, when a band is young and underground like that, they can get, awa- get away with a lot of shit. Yeah. Uh, pardon my language. They can get away with a lot of stuff that uh, once they move on to L.A. and get a record contract and make these radio-friendly records... Then it's okay. Everybody makes fun of them then. And then yeah. it's okay. You can make fun of them. But, like, when you're, you know, a young band struggling in Omaha, Nebraska, like, Omaha didn't have a lot of options. And 311 okay. was one of the best things going at the time. So I'm a little embarrassed, but also a little bit misty, you know, remembering the yeah. good old days. Of I mean, like, who listened, who, like, came out of the womb listening to, like, awesome records? <laughs> no, you know? Yeah, no, that's a good point. I mean, I, I will say that. My father, who you heard earlier on the show, him, him and my mom would, you know, blasting out like the Sabbath and uh, Neil Young and, and whatnot yeah. uh, from a very early age. But that said, I didn't really discover music until like, like maybe high school or so for my own, as far as like finding yeah. stuff for my own tastes and generations that kind of shaped me. You're an only child, right? I have a brother, but uh, I was 17 when he was born. So, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so you didn't have anybody to. No, I, I, I cracked the whip. Exactly, I was cracking my own whip, so to speak, and I know that's exactly <laughs> what that sounds like. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, my sister is nine years older than me, so I had a lot of her influence, but not when I was listening to Three Eleven. Yeah, everything or for me started with Creed. Well, that was um, so the Creed Three Eleven mm-hmm. confluence was when they. When what? three when Scott's dad was there a super drunk, yeah, there was a, at a at a hotel like this was what like five six years ago seven years ago. Did this really happen? Yeah, they were all at, so three eleven was staying at a hotel. Oh yeah, I heard about this. They were all down at the pool with like their wives. Yeah, and Scott Stapp was at the same hotel. Like I guess they're both on tour, and he was hammered and he was hitting on someone's wife, and they were just like, "Yo, man, like just back away." And he got in their face, and three members of Three Eleven just what beat are the crap out of Scott. Yeah, they beat him up. <laughs> wow, really? Yeah, I think it was like the drummer, the SA, and someone else. I, they just beat him up. I would actually be cheering on 311 in that. I know. Oh, of like, course. I'm hard-pressed to think of a real-life scenario where I would be cheering for 311. But in that case, <laughs> I, mean, I really would be. Yeah, it's pretty funny. I mean, like, that was yeah, just a hilarious thing. I just like, And everyone was like, yeah! Get him! Get him! <laughs> wow. Yeah! Oh, fight, 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 fight. And, yeah, Shannon, Shannon, of course, would be rooting for Scott Stapp. Uh... And <laughs> Shannon would be there. He would yeah. be dressing, dressing as yeah. <laughs> wow. another Florida guy. The Florida kids stick together. I know. Creed's from Florida, right? Yeah. I, I think so. I, They're from the Panhandle. I think so. I don't know. Original Creed drummer. Check my fan club app. <laughs> you know. Check He's got that new Alter Bridge Twitter record. feed here. We're both Scott's from, where he's at right now. We're both Floridians. That's so funny. Floridians. Uh People, it gets a bad rap. Scott Stapp is probably like at a Bob Evans, like having like dessert or something. I'm the one nobody likes me, man. <laughs> I love your your impression. Did you They're hear so the, good. the song that he did for the for uh, the uh, uh, the Miami Marlins? Marlins. Yeah, the Marlins. Oh, for their baseball Fantastic. team. Have what? You no, it? no. You should oh. play it on your show. It's Ernest. Well, it's, it's Amazing. Wait, so like this is like a like, like like a pump a pump up. Yeah, he made it for like, them. I think it was. Do they play it at halftime? Like what? Will, is they, it called Marlins Will Soar? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What? <laughs> it's un, it's un, it wait, was wait, unsolicited. Wait. I think. First of all, Marlins wait, Will Soar. He did yeah, this exactly, on his no. own. And they didn't use it. He gave it to him, and like it was a it was a very unpopular thing. It's hilarious. Though. Okay, it's let's, really, let's. This is Marlins Will Soar by Scott Stapp. 
right. Let's play ball, it's <laughs> We want strikeouts, base hits, double plays. <laughs> what? <laughs> Hear the roar of the crowd. Wow. Come on, Marlins, make us proud. <laughs> Come on, Marlins, make us proud. Keep hoping I'm speechless. It kind of sounds like he's saying you will suck. <laughs> Don't you wish that you could really be that serious and mean it? <laughs> this sounds like like a Mr. Showbit or something. You know what I mean? It doesn't seem like it doesn't seem possible. Yeah. But like, I got it. Let's have Scott Stapp record. Uh, a theme song to a sports team unsolicited. Yeah, and then they can totally turn him down, too. And he can, like, be playing it for them and be, like, doing the thing where he's getting all stoked about it. And, like, ah, oh, here's the best part. Like, he, he sounds like a very earnest man. Oh, yeah. Earnestly terrible. Yeah. <laughs> he, has to, he has to self-medicate his earnestness with tons and tons of alcohol. He's like the Tim Tebow of musicians. <laughs> wow. So the, uh, the, the first comment on YouTube... Uh, just says, tell him to stop, two exclamation points, everything, all caps. <laughs> <laughs> and then someone responds to that with S-T-H-P, stop. <laughs> little, little wordplay. It works better visually. Uh, wow. Yep. That uh, that was a thing that I was not aware of. That's a Proton Reversal exclusive here, Radio Valencia. A little Scott Stapp for you. Some, some come on Marlins. I feel like- Marlins will soar. What is it? Marlins don't soar? No. What the... Briefly. Do you even understand what a mar? Briefly, and then they sink Usually into the ocean. It's just when they're on a line, too. <laughs> yeah, marlin flip up in the air, fish hook in your mouth. You, do you know what a marlin is, Scott Stapp? It's fantastic. Maybe he thought it was a pelican. He was confused. Oh man, uh, I'm, I feel confused. Pelicans that. don't soar either. Sorry. Pelicans don't. But yeah, soar is not what I would use to think of a pelican. High in the sky. Oh, but the they do are. live in Florida with marlins. They eat. Yeah. Man, Florida. That is phenomenal. That is a uh, Protonic reversal. Exclusive Marlins Will Soar by Scott Stapp coming at you. I feel like my life is more enriched after this. That's a. Man, I don't even know what to say. I don't don't know if there is anything to say after Mm -hmm. that. I mean, that's a. No. I'm just going to take my headphones off. (laughs) (laughs) I love Drop the mic and walk away. My life is complete. I love his pronunciation of words. Like, yeah. BS. BS. <laughs> Dobble. Yeah, Dobble. yeah, Doble. <laughs> it's, it's a it's a courage rock thing. Stretch it out as many syllables. He's as you need just to be. so intensely emotional and earnest that, that is things good, come out. Yeah, different. totally. Well, that was I mean, like yeah. what you said. Like, imagine actually being able to be that that earnest about everything you do. I mean, like, well, and it's earnestness without any self awareness whatsoever. It'd be awesome if he like was the voice of all audiobooks. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> To hear him read Harry Potter. <laughs> so great. Here's Scott Stapp reading Harry Potter. I think it'd go Harry a little Potter. something like this. No, I, w- I wish I had a sound clip of that. Jeez. <laughs> that would be so good. Man. Yeah, if Ice-T can do it. I mean, hey, he, he, he did yeah. the audio book for some D&D book. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, it's, that was a... That's amazing. Yeah. I, I, I love Ice-T. I know. I need, I need to hear it. He talked about it on his podcast. Huh. Wow. Yeah. For what... Wait, some what book? It was like it a was Dungeons, Dungeons and Dragons... Dragons like, uh, 
play by play. Manu- well, it wasn't a manual. It's like some sort of like it's a, f- a fantasy novel. Yeah, basically. fantasy novel that uh, was in the Dungeons and Dragons universe that I guess people write and based on like presumably read a game or listen to that they had like already the, a playbook that had already happened. I don't, I don't know because like, I it, thought this a, happened. It unfolds as you're playing. Yeah, it. so I guess they, it's, then you can write off of you know it's like okay, well you have oh, like, like, and dragons and stuff. So like make a whole story about that. So yeah, I have a little understanding of this. I know that this this whole universe of these books started because they wanted to get people excited about the game and they figured a way to get people excited about the games is create these unique characters for these books that show you oh look you can have stories like this that you can write your like the you know choose your own adventure sure yeah and but that's why there are these books that i i'm gonna go and say i have not read a single one of them ever but i know they exist i understand the reason rationale for it and And i also understand their audiobooks and ice t read at least one of the audiobooks and uh is he is he a a no, he's not into it. He no, just that was part of the thing. Is I think he just was he like, didn't understand. I don't know what I'm doing. He didn't understand like what. Do it. Yeah, yeah, like he was didn't understand how to pronounce some of the I characters. I can't tell. I can't names. figure out if that's better or worse. Like I, I would like to see him be really into it and be like, I play these games. That would be pretty funny. Yeah. But also not knowing what the heck is going on is also kind of funny. Yeah. Yeah, I mean the the, the big thing is he, he got put into it and he didn't really know what he was getting into. Uh, there's, there's a great image for that too. Is that some of the quotes were "motherfuckers talk like Yoda"? <laughs> uh, this shit is impossible to me. Oh, so you can curse on the air? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I've been trying so it's, hard you, not. To I don't en- I don't encourage it, but you know, <laughs> hey. Uh, you just opened a can of worms. Pegasus, Pegasi. That's horses with wings. This S is crazy. <laughs> this MFer's got a sword that talks to him. And S. Uh, MFers live in places that don't exist. It, it goes on and on. Uh, it's, it, it's, <laughs> it truly does. Uh, let me read some porno or something. I know about that. That was, some, that was a bon mot from uh, Mr. T. Have you seen his new, the new body count video? I have. A, new a friend of mine's in it. In really? The, in the crowd scene, yeah. New record. Body count. All right. 14. With with Ice Cube? Yep. Well, no, Ice, Ice Tea. I mean Ice Tea. Yeah, yeah, Ice Tea. Okay, so uh, we're at the end of the show. Thank, guys, awesome. thanks for coming in. It's been great having you. This, is, this has been the band Minot. Uh, Minotband.com. Minot.bandcamp.com. MyleneSheath.com for, uh, for the vinyl. If you're a Bay Area listener, then get your ass to the Eagle tonight. Or uh, the yeah. Uptown tomorrow. Uh, uh, no, Nightlight. Night. <laughs> and if you can't make it to a live show, check out Calix on Saturday night. Calix Live, and I will be, I'll be listening to that. Uh, gentlemen, thanks for coming on to the Thank show. Thank you very much. Thank you, Thank you both. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Lovely. This has been yet another episode of Protonic Reversal. Protonic Reversal. We thank you for listening. This show is every Thursday, 8 a.m. to 10 a.m., none other than Radio Valencia. RadioNeutron.com for your streaming needs. Podcast it wherever your better podcasts are found or your lesser podcasts, too. It's on Facebook if you got it. As always, thanks for listening. Enjoy the home game. Ships at sea. Anyone within the sound of my voice? I've got fifty thousand watts of power.
electricity. Can you hear me now? Out on Route 128, you're dark and lonely. You got my radio on. to my top 10. I'd like to thank our sponsor. But we haven't got a sponsor. Not if you were the last man on earth. She was prepared to prove it. This one goes out to a special girl. There is no special girl! It's the... It's the end of radio! The last announcer plays the last record! The last what? Leaves the transmitter! If there's no one there to receive It's the 
Radio. As we come to the close of our broadcast day, got my radio. Up. 